All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 82. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me tonight, as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I feel, Fred Rojas, uh-huh. that disappointment and failure, all right? Uh-huh. Go on. You, you, you need them. Yeah. Right? You don't know true like accomplishment and you don't feel true, you know, like, um, gratitude, right? If you always get everything you want when you want it. Oh yeah. I think the Rolling Stones sung about that. Maybe. (laughs) And, um, and I felt that today. I felt, I felt something pulled from me, like from my grasp and uh, it humbled, it humbled me a little, I'll, I'll be honest. And that was, I was at work, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got I got a craving at lunchtime, and I had extra time to kill my lunch today. And I said, okay. "Do you know what I want? Do you know what I want? I don't know why. I want a Domino's pizza, right? Oh, with the, okay. That's with, not with where this, I thought this was going. You no, know, okay. of course not. With garlic knots. Don't know why. Like on it, right? Not on it. What are you crazy? Just on the side. They, they, you know. Oh, garlic knots is. I'm guessing like a garlic bread kind of. Yes, they're like little twisties. Appetizer. Okay. And they yeah, just yeah. dump. They just dump like garlic butter on top. Oh, it's terrible. All of it's bad actually. for you, but it's delicious, right? Yeah. And I haven't had Domino's in years. I hated it. And then my daughter wanted it not long ago for a party or something. You know how they have the new formula and all this shit? Like, well, 10 years ago, Don was like, we have a new formula, you know? <laughs> I do know that they do Come, that. Yeah. Remember that? Come try it out. And I was like, uh. so we got something. I was like, you know what? This ain't bad. I kind of I kind of dig this. <laughs> Pretty good, right? And ever since then, I've, I've been like, I get this little craving for these, like, like we got two boxes of the garlic knots. Okay. Right? And they both had a pool of like garlic butter underneath oh, them. That sounds so, we took, so good. So we took the garlic. Me and my me and my stepdaughter are on the same page. My wife goes, "Look at you two. You guys are like on the same page." We took the garlic knots from one box, right? Put them all in one box, right? Right. Don't that makes them. sense. Yeah. Consolidate. And then we and then we poured, yeah, <laughs> the, the garlic butter over the top. And uh, I was craving it today. Out of the blue, I said, "I have time." Let me download the Domino's pizza app. Oh, there's of course there's an app. I can't believe so you can order from the app, and you know it'll tell you where the nearest one is. And uh, so I did it, and there was one near my work, right down near the college. There you go. I was like, sweet. So I I made an account, and I got me one small cheese pizza, light on the sauce, a nice box of garlic knots, and I (laughs) set it, set it up, and then said, pay for it. I was paying for it. And uh, things spinning, right? Okay. So, oh, man, it goes, we're almost done. You know when they have those little messages? Oh, we're almost there with your pizza, buddy. Just hang tight. And all of a sudden, it was just like, order failed. This Domino's or- is not currently taken online app orders. Oh, wow. So you got to the finish line, and yes. then they backed it out. And then they, they pulled it from me, and by then... I was defeated. I was like, well, now it's too, I don't feel like calling. And now the extra time I would have had is is no longer there. And I felt it. I felt that hole in my heart. 
Oh. Where uh, really, and I ended up just going to my car and having a bag of pretzels. It wasn't the same. <laughs> no, of course not. Same. So, uh, but you know what? I had to, you have to look at the silver line and Fred and I was just like, you know what? That could have been the one that stopped my heart. So maybe I, I did myself a favor here. Maybe I got to look at the bright side. I just saved myself like, you know, 3,000 calories and, you know, cholesterol, high cholesterol. Yeah. But man, I could taste it, Fred. Yeah, I because I'm kind of ready nuts. to do this now. And you know when you're hungry? I mean, like, you you skip breakfast because you were running late for work. And mm-hmm. then you didn't get the dunks because it was a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have time to, like, chance it. And then you, you yeah, that's what it was like. I, I got up at, <laughs> at 6 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. And this was 12.30. So I had had no food yet. So I was ripe. I was ready, yeah. I, and I could. I was like, "That's what I want. That is what I'm." Was was not to be, and uh, <laughs> you know, and it stung. But I said, "You know what? This will make me a stronger man in life, overcoming this." You know what I'm saying? You know that's not true, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, I ran to the store and bought fucking two cases of Mountain Dew and that's- some fucking Totino pizza roll bite. It comes back. It comes back hard. Things, which I ate. We were just talking about which I ate before we started. It was like Totino's. I can't remember the name of They're not pizza rolls. They're like the big pe- – they're like the Hot Pockets. These new Hot Pockets by Totino's. And uh, Yep, we got to find it, out. And they were expensive too, whatever the fuck they—they they were like ten bucks a month. Why? My daughter's like, you got to try them out. And I was like, because she came to the store with me. I'm like, I said, I always get like a little snack for the Totino's show. stuffers. Stuffers. That's what they are. I know we talked about it before because I remember I sent you a picture. Yeah. Um, but they're—they're they're a little smaller than you think, right? Okay. And uh, they were all right, but you know what? They're almost a little doughy, little doughy. They didn't. They didn't crisp up like. Uh, oh, okay. You, you, they don't have that have, that crunch. Yeah. You, you might have to keep those in a little longer. Mm. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, we we went we went to the store. the The mission was to get milk, and then you can't send me to a supermarket to get milk. I come out with cookies, fucking Red Bulls. <laughs> Hell, they should just be happy that unlike most dads, you came home. <laughs> yeah, went out for milk and uh. I bought half the candy aisle. Like I, I'm terrible. <laughs> like my, uh, you know, because I stop mulling around the frozen food section. And I'm just like, ah, hmm. I get stuffers, Totino stuffers. That's what I come home with. And the joke tonight was I forgot the milk. That was the funny part. <laughs> I've done that though. How the many times I have I been get. sent out to get something yeah. and I don't get the one item I went for? <clears throat> so, anyways, I got those and. Uh, I was running late tonight, and then you were coming, and I ate. I ate both of them. They were pretty good, though. They were they were tasty. I, you know. So, so man, I'm curious of something. Have you ever mm. have you seen those bold pizza rolls that Totina's does now? Yeah, I've seen They're those the black containers. Yes, I'm no, kind of tempted. Kind of tempted. There's they, buffalo like, chicken based? and okay. nacho cheese so taco rolls so or something. 
So they're like spicy bold is what Well, so the buffalo chicken ones might be. Uh, the nacho cheese taco ones didn't look like they were spicy. And what's bold about them? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, yep. Nope. You're right. They're spicy. I see on the side. On the side, they've got a heat gauge. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because it probably has like the taco sauce or something in there. Some hot taco sauce. Or something's in there. But, yeah. Made with red hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I'm drinking this Mystery Mountain Dew, and it's not bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tree's got the Mystery Dew. Yeah. It's a mystery. No, it's voodoo for Halloween. Mystery (laughs) flavor. Voodoo. Oh, no. I got it. Pretty good. A little sugary. It almost tastes like voltage. I don't know if you ever had voltage, but um, no, no, I don't think so. Is that that's not Jolt, but Sprite? Is it? No, it's voltage? Mountain Dew. No, I'm voltage. saying is voltage like there was Jolt Cola, and then there was a Sprite version. Yeah. For, oh, that was called Surge. That's what I'm thinking of. Now I've never yeah. had voltage, or is but voltage Mountain a Mountain Dew, Dew, Dew flavor? It's a Mountain Dew flavor. Oh. Voltage. It's blue. It looks like um, windshield wiper fluid. My brother-in-law, if he's listening, wants to reach through the phone or reach through like the app right now and choke me out for not knowing that. It's delicious. It used to be <laughs> uh, my gaming beverage of choice. Like I would, you know, my old house had a fridge that crushed ice. Mm. And there was something about a tall glass full of crushed ice with that with Mountain Dew Voltage that was like the best thing. You know, now I can't drink it. I can't drink it now because it's like, it's like a melted lollipop. Like it's like probably the <laughs> most sugary of the Mountain Dews. Some of you liquefied you know, gummy bears. Yeah, man. But I'm still not having beers. So for whatever reason. Uh, I'm not. And I said fun. to you already, but yeah, I've got a reason. I'll get to it in a minute. I don't really have a reason. I mean, even my wife was like, I was "You don't need one, though. Mind. You don't need a reason." Yeah, and my wife is just like, "Oh, she's like, what beer are you taking down there tonight?" Because she knows, like, it's really the only time I I sort of have drinks, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she knows I really like, like, you know, like you, like she knows I like the like weird beers and the trying new stuff. So she knows I'm always trying stuff. So she's like, "Oh, she's like, what are you taking down there tonight?" I said, "Mountain Dew." So I'm not feeling it. I said, if I have a beer, I will be snoring, I think, by the end of the show. <laughs> Are you much of a, uh, like, autumn festivities-like flavors, pumpkin beers, autumn ales, things like that kind of person? I am now. Okay. I wasn't before. I used Because I don't like actual pumpkin. Like, I, you know, I don't like all right. the pumpkin-flavored things that are coming out right now. And I don't... I don't mean beer, but I mean, you know, everything. No, you mean like good. literally like pumpkin pie Every, and yeah, everything yeah. is pumpkin, pumpkin right lattes now. and yes. And I don't like cookies. That, but, but you know, the, um, the pumpkin beers to me, they really, they're more of just like a brown sugar taste. Mm-hmm. If anything, you know what I mean? And, yeah. Maybe a hint of cinnamon, but definitely lots of sugar. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if it's, if it's not, you know, I've had ones that I don't like. And I found subtle ones that I, I do like. So, because mm-hmm. I've also had Christmas beers that might as well be pumpkin mm. beers, right? Because they're oh, using yeah. the the nutmeg or whatever. Oh, Sam Adams you know. old Fezziwig ale is the best. I always have yeah. to hunt that down. I don't think I've found it for a couple um, of years, actually. Like if you get like during Christmas time, there's a lot of gingerbread sure. flavored beers. 
And to me, that might as well be pumpkin. You know what I mean? They taste the same. Eggnog so. beer, which sounds gross when you hear it, but if they make it right, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's it's all right. It's all nutty. It's cinnamony. It's sweet. Yeah. So yeah. I don't mind it. It's, it's not bad, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm just sitting down here in my framed basement, Fred. Showing you a picture earlier that the, the office is finally framed. Yep. We finally had someone come. And now what's left is uh, the electrician has to come on Saturday. He's putting in some new plugs, some lights, uh, you know, that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving some switches, you know. And then uh, then the, uh, the plumber slash uh, HVAC guy has to come and move some uh-huh. pipes because we have some we have some shutoff valves for the for the the faucets faucets out back the backyard mm-hmm. like faucets and we have to move them to where we get to them because they're going to be under <laughs> a, a ceiling so, oh, okay yeah, under a ceiling a there you go yeah, under a drywall so, so we got them moved those moved and uh we have some vents we have to get some vents cut mm-hmm. in that makes sense and then the, the the contractors will come back and drywall and sand because i'm not doing it i said we'll i heard sheet stuff. rocking is the most fun part I've done so much of that shit in my life in sanding. I've patched so many holes and repaired so many walls in this house. I said, I'm done sanding drywall. Like, I can't <laughs> I plaster and shit. Like, I can't do it anymore. anymore. So, they're going to do it all. And then I will paint and do the trim. I can do that easy enough. I can mm-hmm. do that and knock that out. And then... I fear the longest process, and this has been my experience of life, is the rug. I don't know why rugs take so long, at least in my experience. all We've always had trouble with rug people. Oh, so like carpeting? A, yes. Yeah, for whatever reason, every time we've gone with like a Home Depot or a Lowe's or anybody like that, it's like, okay, we got to send someone out to measure. Right, we're like okay, and then that takes like two weeks. And you're like, what is going on? And then they come on and they measure. Okay, we're gonna run the numbers. We'll get back to you. Then it's like another like week or two, and then they schedule it, and it's like a month out. And you're like, we just want carpet. Right. Uh, one time we had to cancel. We had to cancel once on I think it was Lowe's. They kept sending people out to assess like like different groups that didn't know that people already came. <laughs> we're like, been there, what yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah, like what are you guys? Oh, we'll be there in an hour. We're like, who? What? And they're like, yeah, for the, we're like, yeah, someone was here like a week ago and did it. Uh, oh, they did? Yeah. Anyways, so we've never had good experiences with carpet. So I don't know. I'm hoping this this that's moving fast ahead. Get, get out of my game room. God damn it. That's right. Um, so what kind of carpet are you throwing down? Is it going to be like a bowling alley carpet that like reacts to blacklight? No, it's going to be uh, more utility carpet there, Fred. Ah. You know, for an office, you know. Yeah, it makes Something sense. Something a chair can roll on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make fists with your toes. Feels nice. Yeah, 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 make sure the office chairs can roll on it, you know. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Ah, boy. Boy, oh, boy. And then that's, you know. And then you got to furnish the fucking thing. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Offices do not come with their own furniture. Oh, God. Anyways, man. 
That's where I'm sitting in a empty. I sent you a picture. I'm just sitting in an yep. empty little corner of this framed empty space. He is. Yes, and I'm just uh, you know drinking this Mountain Dew, talking to you. Well, no, there you go. How was your week? Show's <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> uh, my week. My week has been. You know, we we took another dip. You know, we were on a high. With my daughter going to school. Yeah. She's sort of had a lapse this week. Mm. Uh, she hasn't really gone. She's been going in late every day, but she's been, you know, she's back to like sort of having panic attacks and stuff. Yeah. She found out one of the girls on her team had strep throat and didn't tell anybody mm. for like a week. And uh, I've talked about Bebo, but her condition is uh, she cannot be around strep throat. I mean, it's basically the genesis of what she has. Like, that's how she got what she got. Gotcha. Uh, so her condition is, uh, I've mentioned it before, if anybody ever wants to look it up, but it's called pandas, right? Like a panda. Like mm-hmm. plural, pandas. <laughs> and um, it's, a, it's a viral infection, and it starts with strep throat in little kids. Because some little kids can get strep throat, but never get rid of it. It's true. And so it stays in their body. And over time, it actually starts to affect their organs and their brain, their brain stem and stuff. And again, it affects parts of the brain that causes anxiety and OCD and all this stuff. And the problem is, for the longest time, and it causes behavioral issues. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Outbursts and and mood swings and craziness. And for the longest time, you know, you have stories of kids that, have had it but not diagnosed and they're actually like treated as bad kids you know what i mean and yeah it's problem children and whatnot kids and some are actually institutionalized and stuff like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if it's not caught so the problem is if she's around strep throat and it's uh she doesn't know like we call them flare-ups but it's like you know she can be normal and then like on cue like she can like just go off the rails for like days on end and uh <clears throat> yeah that's what happened over the weekend she found out and then all of a sudden like clockwork she just went off the rails so she hasn't been going so we're like ah boy oh boy but on you know a positive note mm-hmm. uh her, her friends do want to go see flow rider this weekend flow what rider the, what the fuck is going on i i look at these <laughs> <laughs> there's been this weird Reassurgent of Florida, like Floridian entertainers that have popped back up. <laughs> like, like two months ago, her and all her friends were like, they all wanted to go to the Pitbull concert. Oh boy, and, Pitbull! And like, There's another one I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, yeah, and I go Pitbull. I go that dude was old, fifteen years ago. Like when he was new, you should he be like old as shit. Your dad knows who that is. <laughs> but and then and now uh, <laughs> there's a concert uh, Saturday. It's Flo Rida and the Yin Yang Twins. Oh my God, the Yin Yang Twins! And they and they're all going. All these 14 year old girls. And I'm like, and what's hilarious <laughs> is they try to talk, tell me about like Pitbull and Flo Rida. Like they're new. Right. Like the new artists. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, listen, they've been being terrible for 20 years. All right. That here. Oh my God. So, anyways, they all want to do that this weekend. I'm not going. Obviously. No? 
No. My wife can chaperone that shit. I, uh... You, you could see, you could, you could literally see Salt Shaker live. Like how? I don't, don't want to see it. I'm like, yeah, honey, that's appropriate. Good. I hope he does a whistle song because you know, it's awesome. It's real appropriate for them. Have fun. Way to parent. Because they asked me, because it's like it's. Don't you like this? I don't know if your wife does this, but the mind, the, the plan's already made. The right. mind's already made up, and then they ask you. Oh, they run it by you, hoping you'll just go for it. Right, yeah. Yeah, like it matters. And they didn't like my answer because I was like, I don't think that's appropriate. Well, you got to be a hater. Yeah. I'm like, you remember what they sing, right? Like, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. I remember the lyrics of... uh... I don't remember the lyrics, but I I, I know that very popular song, Whistle, was about uh, blowjobs. Yes, and... Put your lips I'm together and blow. Pretty sure right now that. Yeah, and there's, and I'm like Salt Shaker. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Flo Rida does a lot of party songs, right? And, well, uh, and Lil John did that, and he won't be there to give it that tried, that distinct yeah, I, sound. But yeah, I tried to look up online like if the concert was all ages, and it didn't really say. It didn't say one way or another. So it didn't say it was. You like, should know oh, that oh. concerts will be all ages, regardless of content. The only time concerts aren't all ages is if it's like a bar venue or something. Like so, a nightclub. Yeah. So, <clears throat> for example, so like cause I went fair. to I went to Metallica and Lollapalooza and everything when I was like fourteen, and like they opened with "So fucking what?" Like "So what?" is their song, but it just says mm-hmm. the f word like a bunch of times, and they talk about some pretty rough stuff. It's a cover yeah. song actually. Uh, yeah. You can see anyone do anything. I took my daughter to Papa Roach, which a lot of people still to this day say like was inappropriate. So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, own. I'm just, I'm just being an old man. I'm like, whatever. <clears throat> I used to go to crazy concerts, maybe not when I was 14, but I'm like, I think it was when you. I did the entire line of blow and then slammed an entire 40 in front of her that that was inappropriate. No, I'm That's just kidding. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I said to my wife, we go, well, you know, hopefully he won't have uh, women on the stage. Uh, <laughs> oh, he will. Help he will. Simulate, well, uh, jobs. he'll have like, women on the stage. There won't be yeah. any young girls because his true it's fans at, are like 40. <laughs> there's a big, I, right. So there's a big um, fair, I forget what it's called, a big E or some shit. It's, <laughs> I forget where it is in Massachusetts, but it's, it's in central Mass. It's like, it's a good over an hour. It's definitely over an hour mm-hmm. to where they're going. And I'm like, and it's at a fair, but it's, you know, it's it's a stadium, but it's at this fairground or whatever. I mean, you got to buy it's a It's at the fairgrounds. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, so fun fact that uh, Lollapalooza I was talking about was at the uh, fairgrounds as well. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right. And she goes, so somehow she roped herself into driving everybody my wife and i'm like oh, yeah i'm go. like i don't know how you end up you always somehow become the like the pivotal so it's like she's already volunteered to drive all the other girls with another mother so i'm like why are you asking me now what i think? yeah these plans have been made <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and then the, co- the coach <clears throat> is like all my friends are going please like she's asking me like, like i'm like yeah have fun have fun. I know what to tell you. Have fun. But you luck. want me to consent to something I don't want to consent to. Yes, basically. And I'm like, I'm just trying to fix cars over here. Can you guys leave me alone? 
I don't have much time. Fucking <laughs> enjoy I, the whistle song. Yeah, enjoy that. You know. But then the other thing is like it's like so the tickets are a lot of money. My they wife's are. driving everybody, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, and she's having this this freak out all week, right? About mm-hmm. being around, like being in school. Right, but yet she's going to go to a fairground outdoor concert. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, but yet you're taking her to a concert and she's going to go. She's never been to a concert. That's the other part of the story. Oh, so there could so be like, an anxiety attack. Yes. So I'm like, in the wings. you're driving over an hour. You've paid, I don't know. Oh, well over a hundred bucks, right? For your tickets. And I go, I guarantee you, you're going to sit three hours in the car with her, waiting for the other people to come back so you can drive them home another hour. (sighs) That is what's going to happen. I see it now. See it now. But whatever, you know, whatever is what it is. (laughs) Sounds like a blast. I I won't be there. I'll be hanging out with the boy. Because uh, we're not bringing, we're not going to bring the the five year old to Florida. That's no, crazy. no, no. Someone Pitbull will. Someone will. Somebody's dedicated trees, not like you. If Pitbull comes back in town, maybe. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've got your I priorities. Mean, I mean, if Mister Worldwide comes through, how can you not <laughs> introduce the boy to him? <laughs> I just said to her, it was just so funny. I'm like, because she said it in the car tonight again, like about flow riding, and I go. You do know I know who he is. I'm like, like I know this individual. Yeah. I go, you do know he had hit songs like uh, when you were in diapers. So <laughs> I don't. I so it's like you're talking to me like like he's new, it's new to you guys. Go, <laughs> exactly. I go, it's hilarious. And the Pipple one's really confusing. I'm just like Pipple. Like you, like he's had a research. They, yeah, they didn't. Ha- they didn't get the memo yet that he's not cool. Um, but yeah, I'm like he. He wore bad suits and was bald 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, he but shit. but trees. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, his fans are escaping him, so he has to create all new ones. I guess. Jesus Christ, man. He has nothing know. to do with this. Maybe that guy that did Mambo Number no. Five will. Oh, Lou Bega. Yeah, maybe the kids will love Lou Bega. I don't know what's worse that I knew his name just. I was you like, did. oh you, yeah, yeah. You threw that out quick. You had that. You had that, <laughs> that in the one chamber, was in the chamber for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <clears throat> yeah, I'll tell you why. But, uh, actually, if you're ready for a really random reason why, I mean that's fine. You can think I'm like a super fan. I, I don't mind that. version of the story but um uh eight four play are you familiar with them they're a uh, localization company that does a podcast Mm -hmm. but they they're a lot of former one-uppers right got together anyway um there's uh tina is one of the uh employees and uh, she was recently writing that um her and her mom have like two of the nine names or whatever that are in Mambo number five. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it was top of mind. There, there you go. It's, yeah. it's, it's important. Um, I'm trying to... Uh, anyways, so that's going to happen on, on Saturday. Good luck to them. That I got to work anyways. Saturday. And then I come home, and then I got the boy, and then they're off. They're off to their, their concert. Um Wait till you hear what I'm going to do. But anyway. Oh, my God. 
And then the other thing, uh, what else did I do this week? I, I hurt my knee because oh, I'm old. That's going around. <laughs> I don't know if I hyperextended or something, but I, I heard it um, cleaning out a pond. So, oh, that's something I would yeah. never do. So, okay, yeah, so I'm we, safe there. We, we, we have a pond in the middle of our neighborhood. Yeah, I think um, you've mentioned that. Yeah, it has a fountain in it, but the fountain hasn't worked in a while. And basically, since no one's taking care of it, because the homeowners associations or whatever it's called, um, I don't know, it really wasn't set up, I guess, for it to be constant maintenance. Uh, right, No, everyone budgeted to build it, but no one thought about yeah. keeping up with it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been there for, for, it's been 15 years now, the neighborhood, but it's finally like got overgrown this year for some reason. Like mm-hmm. all this, like, uh, what do you call them? The cat of nine tails, those big, those like bamboo sheets. Yeah. They're like crazy. You're like, you're like, oh, these will come out. And you're like, Jesus Christ, these are cemented to the core of the center of the earth. You're like, why won't these come out? Anyways, <laughs> we, we have like a, uh, so when I moved in the neighborhood, there was no like foliage like around the pond. Like you, you kids skated on it, kids fished in it. There was a rock. There's a giant rock. There is a giant rock on our side uh-huh. uh, of the street. And, you know, my, my even with my son, like two years ago, like we would go out on the rock and he'd skip rocks off of it and stuff. And now you can't even see the rock. So huh. um, basically nothing's going to get done unless someone starts doing something. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went out there and just started cutting trees down. Like trees have grown like <laughs> around, around the thing. It, yeah. So I just started cutting trees down, cutting bushes down, getting down to my rock. I finally got the rock cleared out. And then my other neighbor, Bob, he's older than me. And he was like, dude, you just motivated me. He came down with waders on. Huh. And he got like in the water and started like with a rake and started pulling out the cat of nine tails. Like we, he was out there today with the sawzall cutting stumps. Like we, him and me are like, you know, we even made the, we even made the neighborhood Facebook page for it. Oh, Wow. Right? Yeah, someone took a picture and of us. Not because like, like you were getting arrested, right? <laughs> no, and they were like, you know, thanks to Bob and Rob <laughs> and Devin because my son was out there helping cleaning up the pond. No one else helped. That's actually no, really no cool. one else. No one else chipped in. Of course, they just posted about right, it. Right, but so they they job. thanked you for taking it, care of it. Yeah, but this is just a very small. In fact, trees. It's a um, big pond. So tell you what, I'll pay your airfare, but I got yeah. some shit I need cleaned up out here. Um, Listen. I'll put you on the Facebook page. Somehow, <laughs> I fucked my knee up. And not even like I didn't bang it. I didn't do nothing. But I was doing a lot of like squatting and shit, mm-hmm. which I don't know. At my, at, in my stage in life, it's not something I do. I have to do anymore. <laughs> I'm not a little <laughs> yeah. kid. I don't sit Indian style and eat, eat, my, <laughs> eat a bag of chips. You know, it's like my legs don't do that anymore. They don't need to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But for long periods of time, I was like, you know, crouched down and on my knees and and in awkward positions, like you know, on my stomach cutting things. And yeah, in the last two days, man, it's like I, I've been wanting to go back out there. But my buddy Buzz went out there last two days, and I, I can't get out there. I'm like, buddy, I need to rest my knee. But this weekend, this weekend, I want to <laughs> get out there, start cleaning up that lake, clean up that pond. But um. Yeah, Talk so now even more charged than ever. Oh yeah, I want to get out there. It's like I'm. Oh man, look at that. those cat of nine tails is. Can't wait to get out there, clean it up. I need your um, energy. I need to get out. I need to get back to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, in Ant Man, I don't, I don't believe I have uh, done much. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I've done. Oh, yawn. But um, we're ke- we're keeping them awake, kids. Yeah, I need more Mountain Dew. <laughs> Thank God I brought another one. Double fisting them again. Damn. So, yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, that's all I've really done. I think that I can think of. Seems productive. Well, so I want to stay on the injured knee train. So I think I talked about it last week, right? That I was mm-hmm. like getting over an illness yes. and then my injured knee. Yes, you did. Happy to report. Uh, it's, it's, I'm not ready to get back on the elliptical and I, I have officially determined, I think I said this last week, but I officially decided that my running days are over. So I will no longer be running period. End of story. Need to get on a bike, son. I don't like bikers. I like bikers. I don't like bicyclists. Yeah, but you know, you get one of those fucking sweet ass Peloton bikes, man. Yeah, no. Those things are dope. (laughs) Why not, man? Those things... My buddies have them, man. They're awesome. All right. I'll look into it. Um, you, get, you get the live classes with hot women yeah. shouting out your but name as costs, you're fucking riding. It costs a ton. Billy Blanks will do that for me on my old Tybo videos. Call you out by name? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, really? what's up, Fred? No. <laughs> no, he just always was like, remember that cup of water? Remember that cup of water? <laughs> All right, Peloton bikes are $1,500 plus a $40 a month membership. Yeah. The gym membership is like $73 for the whole family. I don't think I'm going to do that. All right. But you know what, Trees? If I do, I'll make sure the the referral bonus goes to you. (laughs) My buddy at work, they just sent him a shirt, a Peloton shirt for his 100th ride. There you go. For being a boss. One. I want one of those shirts. Uh, you, you, sir, you, sir, are only a few thousand dollars away from that shirt. Mm-hmm. Or you could buy it on eBay. I bet it's on. I bet you could just buy the shirt. Anyway. So, um, but yeah, I was on the mend, but I wanted to be careful. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I had gone to my daughter's uh, football game uh, that she was cheering at. Um, Tuesday and I kind of like re-injured it. And so, uh, Saturday morning I decided not to go to the game. Um, but, uh, my daughter, uh, just turned 10. She turned 10 the other day. Uh, so, uh, we celebrated the birthday over the weekend in several different ways. And so I had to go to nothing bunt cakes and get the bunt cake. Um, Yeah. That's what they call it. Uh, so I had to go get the bunt cake for everybody while they were at the game. And then I came back and, uh, God, what did we do Saturday? Saturday, she had one friend. So just the one friend. But she spent okay. like the whole day doing activities with her. So first place we went, Trees, you, actually, you'd be real proud of me on this. So I, I, I kept, you know, I kept on the anti-inflammatories, right? Taking Advil twice a day. Yeah. I know you can take it more often than that, but I'm trying to just do nice regimented stuff till everything's chill. And, uh, um, uh, um, no drinking, obviously. Um, so that's, that's one reason, but like my knee injury was fine by Sunday. So that's not why I'm not drinking tonight, uh, other than just not having a flavor for it. Um, 
But uh, anyway, we went to, uh, so we went and picked up a friend and we took them to a place that's out here in Kansas City where you paint ceramics and they also have ridiculous milkshakes. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. So uh, we got, uh, my daughter got the Oreo cookie one, which okay. is a Oreo cookie milkshake put in a huge uh, glass like mason jar. And then it's surrounded by, they, they ice, like use icing around the rim and then put mm-hmm. crumbled Oreo cookies on the rim. Mm-hmm. And then they put a entire wedge of uh, cookies and cream cheesecake on top of it. When oh. I say wedge, I mean a actual piece of cheesecake, a full piece of cheesecake. Oh. And then they topped it off with a bunch of whipped cream and an Oreo cookie on top. Where like a cherry would normally be. Uh, before people ask, uh, these uh, milkshakes are fifteen dollars a piece. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I it's mean been, they sound worth it. I yeah, like, oh I, yeah, they they was... were justified cost. Although one guy came in and bitched about it, and I was like, "Are you like you don't go into the grocery store and bitch about the price of like asparagus, do you? <laughs> like, right. what did you expect them to do?" She just apologized profusely for him thinking the price is too high. But explained that if they want a more affordable milkshake, McDonald's was up the street. Um, but uh, uh, the my daughter's friend um, got a strawberry thing. She was big on strawberry and vanilla. She was like, I like against the grain kind of stuff. So mm. hers was a strawberry milkshake where they basically made a vanilla milkshake, but they like rimmed the inside with a bunch of strawberry sauce. Okay. And then hers had, it's interesting... They had cinnamon and sugar as her rim. Oh. So it was like a cinnamon and sugar graham cracker kind of mix. Okay. All right. And then for hers, she got... God, what did they put? Uh, They put an entire strawberry frosted (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tart. A, like, graham wafer cookie. And I forgot what her third item was. And it wasn't a strawberry, although you, you would be understandable and understandable to think that. It was some other baked confection. Right. Uh, then my daughter, or my daughter, my wife and I got the coffee one because we're old. <laughs> so yeah. we got a Java-flavored um, uh, milkshake with some espresso beans ground in there. Um, they rimmed it with chocolate sprinkles. That's what that one was. It's chocolate on chocolate sprinkles. They put a full biscotti in there. They put a full cinnamon roll on it. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, and they topped it with something else too. Um, and then, of course, whipped cream galore on all of these. Um, they were fantastic. But I, I watched these girls take the full milkshakes down as me and my wife struggled to finish the split one. And then right. I was in a fucking coma. Like, I was, yeah. like, out of it, right? You get that full-itis kind of thing. <laughs> so, but I watched oh. them um, paint ceramics. <laughs> my daughter <laughs> painted... Yeah, my daughter painted a bear to look like uh, the corgi. Oh, nice. And then her friend painted a shark. Um and she was like, I'm going to make it real realistic and violent. And then she goes, can I get a reference picture? And so I Googled <laughs> violent shark. She took one look at that and she goes, all right, can I get something like that's a little more like Finding Nemo? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Just Google yeah, Bruce she basically shark. painted Brucey. 
Uh, but they both did a really good job. You had to do three coats and let it dry. So I was sitting there kind right. of in hell as I'm sipping water, they, like ready to fall asleep. Do they throw it in a little oven after? So they do. They gloss um, it they up. Gloss it and, cool and oven it. But they actually do it in, um, in like they do like environmentally conscious, which you might not guess because of how they make their milkshakes, but. They yeah. they do it in like an environmentally conscious manner. So they do them. Um, so it's two weeks. It's two weeks waiting period. Wow. And she said that's because it gives them the flexibility to go as many as nine days out before they do a big batch again. So mm-hmm. um, maybe business isn't that busy. That's what I heard someone cynically say. Um, but yeah, so there was that stuff. Uh, then... Where do we go? We went to, oh, then we went out to pizza. <laughs> Jesus. So we, we followed that up. With, What's going yeah, on here? It's a great place in Waldo, Missouri called uh, Waldo Pizza. Um, and uh, they split like a cheese pizza, thin crust. And my wife and I got our, our usual concoction there, which is um, mushrooms, pepperoni, chorizo, and goat cheese. Mm. Good old pizza. Good times. Mm. And we took down a decent amount of it, too, Trees. My wife even had a beer. Um, oh, boy. But I had, I asked them if they had coffee, and they're kind of more of a bar, right? They're a bar pizza place, like a pub pizza place. And right. so he said, <laughs> he looked at it, he goes, we might, but uh, I don't think you'll want it. And I was like, oh, okay, give me a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so after that uh, we came home they did their own thing and my wife and i watched a movie what did we watch what did we watch oh we watched um i'd already seen it but my wife and i watched it uh was um judas and the black messiah have you uh have you heard of this movie i know no i haven't okay long story short uh fred hamilton was this is based on a true story Fred Hamilton was the leader of the Black Panther Party in Chicago um, in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, uh, just after Martin Luther King and um, Malcolm X were assassinated. And oh, he was so it's a, a feel, feel good movie then. Uh, you know, it doesn't dwell too much on that. It's actually about how freaking incredibly charismatic um, Fred Hamilton was. And he's, mm-hmm. a, he's an incredible guy. And... Um, I feel terrible because I can't remember the actor's name, but the one who portrays him is um, uh, uh, um, King T'Challa's uh, best friend, who like disagrees mm-hmm. with his leadership style yeah, yeah, in yeah, Black yeah, Panther. Yeah. It's that I know actor. Who he's about. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, but he really gets it down. Like you see, uh, you see actual footage of um, Fred Hamilton at the end of the movie. And it's just impressive uh, that he grabs all the mannerisms. Like he really does emulate the mannerisms really great. But basically, um, J. Edgar Hoover, uh, kind of uh, head of the FBI at the time, decided that uh, they didn't want the uh, the how do I say this the they didn't want the they didn't want the minorities, the blacks, uh, and various other minorities um, gaining too much uh, influence or power. So they basically plotted to track and uh, have these men and women either incarcerated or killed, largely killed. Um, mm. And uh, so the story really kind of follows the uh, FBI informant that helped lead to, uh, I guess, spoilers. 
um, the assassination of Fred Hamilton by uh, the FBI. So um, there is going to be somebody out there who inevitably says they never proved that was an assassination, yada, yada, yada. So, okay, fine. Fair. Fair. But the story is the story nonetheless. Anyway, we watched it. It was historical. But yeah, yeah, I would say it's not the, the most happiest. But I'm about to start into Shocktober Trees, mm-hmm. uh, horror movie a night. So I thought I thought you and the wife were going to watch Vacation Friends and get back to me. We still are. It's on the queue. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's on the queue. How come I get the feeling that's the first time you thought about it since uh, since I mentioned? It's in the queue. It's in the queue. We. I think that's the first time <laughs> that's even entered your brain since I brought it up the first time. Even not you true. Said, not true. Much like the games I I asked you to play. <laughs> much like those games that you never even <laughs> turn on. One of these right. days, I'm going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully before I'm dead. <laughs> Sound like my grandpa <laughs> now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, so we did that. Uh, on Sunday, we celebrated with the family, had everyone over for uh, cake and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and then um, Sunday night, my wife had the whole week off. You know, things have been really rough with COVID and whatnot, so they gave them opportunities to take large sums of time off. Um, mm-hmm. So my wife took the week off, and uh, her friends were in town, which I didn't... This, she might have known, but I didn't find out about until, like, right like right before we're going to go. <laughs> right. Um, and they wanted to watch the Chiefs game. Well, Chiefs kickoff was at 7 p.m., uh, 7.05 p.m. Uh, I don't like that because it's late in the day, and you know... A bunch of people, nobody, I should say, nobody who was going to this was working the next day. None. So, th- to me, that's an appetite for, or an appetite, a recipe for potential disaster. And my daughter and I have to get up and go to school and work the next morning. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we went out there, met up with her friends. Um, I made my my famous guac and, um, but they wanted to get together at 4.30, which is another problem, right? Because you're two and a half hours in before kickoff even happens, right? Like, mm. so, um, but we went out there, um, and I wouldn't say anyone drank too heavily, but I drank more than I was intending to. So, mm. we were there for about five hours, and I probably had about five drinks. So, right, yeah, that's... that's it's nothing crazy, um, but uh, but I woke up the next morning and um, I must have strained a muscle in the back of my neck uh, by sleeping on it funny. Um, and I I, I've, I know this is maybe not true. First of all, I'm getting old as shit. I get it. But I know this is probably not true, <laughs> but I'm convinced that had I been stone cold sober and definitely not stayed up too late because I stayed up uh, very late. Um, that perhaps I would have, um, uh, not like I would have been awoken from sleep if I slept on it funny and not strain that muscle. Cause now I've got this pain in the back of my neck, um, as this inflamed muscle has to heal now, which will probably take like two weeks also. So I've always got this like weird, mild headache and, and pain when I move my neck, which sucks. Oh, geez. So, um, and the knee was a little more sore. Um, I should also point out that I did a podcast 
um, with uh, Chase, um, mm-hmm. Scarcasm Chase. And uh, it's on like our favorite, uh, on, on like hit the point of his show is on favorite things. Um, it's called Crucial Core. Crucial Core. Um, and the first thing he wanted to do was work with me and do all of the Friday 13th movies. All of them. One by one. Wow. And so we did the original one. Now I'm going to cop to this. It's an it's a good it's an okay show. It could have been better if I had been more participatory near the end. So what happens is I get home after having um, these drinks, right? So I'm buzzed is basically the easiest way to put it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But now the tiredness is kicking in. I think you know this state. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is probably not an ideal time to kick into what will be a 90-minute podcast. Right. Now, I've got to give Chase credit. He stayed professional and stuck with it. I've listened to the episode. But you can tell <laughs> in that back 20, 30 minutes, I start, and he, I think he even calls me out on it. Uh, I know he called me out in real life, but I don't think he edited it out either. That like he can see me starting to kind of nod off because we had the camera on. Um, oh no so like i am a mess right i'm a hot mess um so (laughs) i told him i was like i'm going to be well rested energized and drinking uppers uh the next time we do that show um right but because of all that i was like okay my body's in a state of healing i probably shouldn't have had those drinks anyway um and nothing good came of it right and so i was just like eh just not feeling it and then on top of it yeah i just haven't been feeling it and when i talk about the game i've been playing for some reason i've now gotten that association i'm sure you can you understand this you kind of talked about it where you start to associate gaming with like mountain dew or something so that's like your go-to right i now have this weird over the course of the last few weeks i've grown accustomed to now when i'm night gaming i have to have a diet cherry coke which sucks because those are hard to find right now (laughs) Right. There's a shortage because I guess they're dumping all those same artificial sweeteners into like uh, hard seltzers or something. Like that's the big hotness they're putting all that in and there's only enough to go around. So no one can get their supplies refilled. But Mm. anyway. Um, But yeah, so like I said, it was a learning experience, but it was a good night. It was a good day, all things considered. Got to see some old friends, which was very good. Um but, uh, but yeah, um, probably could have gotten by just overeating again and, uh, staying off the booze. Um, so I'm hoping to get back into exercising. I've been walking, like walking the dog and doing my walks and whatnot, but I want to get back into true exercise. I don't think I'm ready to try the elliptical, but I might be doing some lifting or some other things that don't use my knees very much while I try to heal up for probably another week or half a week before I actually go for it. Hmm. So, but other than games, yeah, that's my week. Nice. Yeah, bunch of being hurt and and passing out. Yes, <laughs> yes. I slept like a baby once once our podcast was over. <laughs> yeah, or a rock, oh, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But hey, I know that feeling, man. We've 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 had a few shows like that where at the end we're both like, where are we? What are we doing? Well, what I should have done, and I think Chase listens. I'm pretty sure he does. So, you know, I want to be transparent. 
What I should have done is said, you know, this is shitty, but I'm going to have to cancel. Mm. Like, you know, like, think about it. Like, put yourself in my shoes, Trees. You're drinking beers. In my case, I I sipped tequila, um, but it's like a measured amount. That's how I know how much I've had. Like, I just got a half pint, which is four drinks. And um, and then at the very, uh, in the middle of the the night, like right around when the game started, somebody got these mango IPAs and they said they were really good. And I was like, eh, I don't really like them. I don't really like fruity IPAs. And they were like, just mm-hmm. try this one. You'll like this one. And I got to give them credit. It was a good one. I forgot the brewery, but like it wasn't hoppy and it wasn't mm-hmm. too sweet. It was a good balanced beer. Um, so I don't know why they call it an IPA because it wasn't worth the the carbs then because it's more of just a mango beer. But anyway. Right. Um, but, uh, but like, imagine you have like five beers over the course of like five hours at, you know, a party. Right. And you've been out in the sun, you know, for five hours with a group of people and eating poorly and all kinds of like awesome finger food. But they also had like burgers and stuff like that. And then you go home, right? It's, it's, I think we got together at like 10, 10 30 at night, my time. So even later for Chase. And then you're going to start up a podcast. And I had gotten up at like, I want to say 7.15 that morning. So like, yeah, I just should have, I should have known my limits. But sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah. I think yep. everybody's well, gone through that. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all. But speaking of learning. Yeah. What you've been playing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jumping right in there. You know, uh, I mean, unless you want to talk about other gaming-related stuff, which you're welcome to. I'm not going to be purely talking about what I've been playing. I'm going to talk about yeah. a project I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, what did I do this week? It's a weird week, Fred. Uh, okay. All right. Nothing new, let's be honest. Nothing crazy new. Uh, CMS 2021. Oh, which, man, I never would have guessed that one. Yeah, yeah, doing still playing that, which was funny because just uh, like yesterday, my wife was like, hey, uh, can you check my headlight? Because it's out. <laughs> and uh, she goes, you've been playing. Come on. She goes, you've been playing that. You've been fixing cars. She goes, you've been figuring it out. Go fix my headlight, she says. But that's the use. She goes, you've been in there fixing cars every night. Go fix my headlight. I was like, ha ha. I got to take a look at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just come in the house covered in grease with wires. I go, I didn't fix the headlight. But the well, other one's out nowadays, now. nowadays, sometimes so, those headlights are hard to get to. Well, that's what I said to her. I said, they make it so you can't get in there. So I'll right. take a look at it. She goes, well, you, she goes, well my dad did it. And I'm like, well, uh, Go get him. him. Go get him again. <laughs> I know what he did. It's probably the reason why it's out again. Um, so <laughs> it's non-professional. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Anyways, doing that. Um, I made a – it's funny because I, I sat there and I, I booted up my poor PlayStation 4, right? Since <laughs> – since CMS 2018 went by the wayside. He started turning on and was like, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, that poor thing has been updated. Nothing. Turned off automatic updates. It's just like, what the fuck? We were so loved. It was like Andy's toys. It's like uh, just thrown in the fucking, just thrown in the chest. So I went off to college. And he was, uh, 
Yeah, it's funny. So you've been with that 2021 whore, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Smell it on you. The fluids, all the extra fluids. I smell those fluids. Have you been working on brakes? You've been working on brakes, haven't you? (laughs) They're like it's the fuse box, isn't it? (laughs) That's why you left because they have a fuse box. (laughs) We don't. (laughs) It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Um, but I turned it on because I'm like, oh, let me see what's new. And it's it's funny because it's like there was I looked up uh, PlayStation now just to see what was new in them. Like nothing caught my eye. <laughs> PlayStation Plus games. I didn't even download any of them. I don't know what they were, but I'm like not interested. It's like turn that poor thing system off again. I'm like, I'm turn that off. <laughs> Went back to my Series X. And I'm like, you know, me, me and my son have been playing a lot of Man-Eater. Um, we're still playing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have what do we I think we're only missing one no no we got everything so we got the shadow body the rock body the electric so we got all mm-hmm. that I think we've opened all the areas and but we haven't really been doing um, right you missions. have to do got, the missions to kind of progress the, the story yes yeah. I mean we got all the hunters we did all the hunters okay yeah. Um, so really, we just got to do like little missions, and as we and so we'll take turns. He'll swim around and do stuff. He likes he just like killing the whales. He goes and just, I mean, the area with the he just goes where the orcas are mm-hmm. in the sperm whales, and he just fights with them. That's all he does. You know, talks talks garbage to him as he's doing it too. That's that's so good. Yeah, busting balls. It, he's like, oh, okay. he's like. Oh, I'm hungry. Feeling hungry. He goes over <laughs> to eat some. It's terrible. I don't know what I'm doing to that poor kid. Um, but then I'll say, okay, let me, let me, let's take turns. And I'll grab the control. And then I'll actually do some, tick off some of the missions. And every time I do a mission, you hear Salty Pete. Uh, is it Salty Pete? Right? Salty Pete. Pete. Yeah, right? right. Salty Pete. I couldn't remember if it was uh, Scary Pete. No, it's Salty Pete. Um, he's scary now though, because he's fucked up the last cutscene. Oh yeah, he was in that he was in. I had to shield my son's Just eyes. He's like, wait. like missing yeah. a leg, missing an arm. Yeah, that face final that final cutscene you might want to be careful with. <laughs> they beep <laughs> the bones. swears though, but yeah, they do beep the swears, but he's just bones. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a violent death. I I hope you don't think I'm spoiling the fact that that is how that goes. (laughs) It goes. Yeah. We might, I might have to, yeah. Uh, he might not never see that cut scene. (laughs) I I do it when he's not around. I just be like, Oh, salty Pete. You can, it's a quick boss battle, but yeah. (laughs) Salty Pete, where's salty Pete? He had high blood pressure. something, and it was sad. (laughs) He passed away. Surrounded he had by an infarction. Um, uh, he won't be joining yeah. us. There a, there, yeah, there was a little note at the beginning of the game uh, that he slipped and fell in the tub. Everybody, that and Matrix game where they're like, "Look, I we we couldn't make this work, so we just made a big boss battle. Enjoy it." So, and he decided shark hunting wasn't for him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he gave and it up. He now greets people at Walmart. <laughs> With one one um one leg, be a perfect a burnt, place for salty beef to end up. Face. <laughs> he, he simultaneously gives kids little Walmart thank you stickers and scares the shit out of them at the same time. <laughs> thank you for dropping with us. Um, so we're we're still we're still playing it. That, that game's just fun. That game's like fun. Um, and that shadow the shadow shock is pretty badass. Yes, it is. That was the one. Um, um, you know, I found 
Which one is it? I think the electricity shark is no. The the electricity shark the the is the Bioshock shark. Yeah, I mean, it has a name, right? He looks like a, a like he looks like a costume at Mardi Gras. Like I don't like him. <laughs> right, <Sure. laughs> that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, he looks like he should be hanging out in the French Quarter. Like I don't like that one. But in the Rock one's pretty awesome. When you get all the Rock armor, yeah, the all, Rock's good. All upgraded. It's it's cool looking, you know. But the, I think the shadow one's kind of the, the meanest. The shadow one looks the coolest, but I yeah, meant from like looking. practicality of a boss battle. Um, actually, I think the shadow one does taper yeah. damage. And like I when think you, you leave it, like continues to feed off of it. You he poisons people. That's what it is. And, okay, and I believe you also get extra health. Like it, it gets okay. like a percentage of extra health from like eating and stuff like i think so as you're like attacking stuff you're actually like healing yourself too at the same mm-hmm. time like there's something going on there i, I didn't read all the stats because once you have every piece of the uh set the armor set as it is uh you get like the full benefits of like all the stats yes um, yes you do so i forget you have to read the fine print there's like a lot um but yeah we'll, we'll still plan that we'll see that to the end Maybe not all the way to the end for him, but, uh, you know, it's cool. Um, and then I went back to Valhalla. Oh, actually, real quick, just before yeah. we move on, um, on Maneater, I got to tell you, I was like mildly tempted for that DLC, which looks cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's 15 bucks, and I was like, mm, I'm on the fence. And then I looked, and they were like, I hope you're ready for more of the same. Like, for better or worse, they just right. made, like, another third of the game with a new plot that is just you clearing the map just the same way you did the last time. Right, so, with, with the new with the new uh, armor set or whatever, right? Yes, I there's think. a new body type to build up. Like, again, they just literally bolted on another 30% yeah, second, of the game. Yeah. So... I was like, uh, I don't think I need that right now. Like, I was just not looking to extend my right, man right. thing. If they were going to do something different, sure. So mm-hmm. I did walk away from that for now. Uh, but I, I look forward to doing it at some point. <clears throat> nice. Um, yeah, I went back to Valhalla. I was, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm trying very hard to finish shit I started. There's so many games, right? Yakuza, like, mm-hmm. there's so many games I... And not just started for like a weekend, you know, like 30 like hours seriously in got into, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I'm like, I just, just stroll away and it's like, what am I doing? I do it all the time. And, um, so I sat down and I'm like, you know what? I want to, first of all, I was, I was feeling like an RPG. That was my first mistake. And I'm like, I have all these games unfinished, but I'm like looking through like JRPGs and stuff on like game pass and stuff i'm like oh yeah there you go there's yeah yeah and i'm like you know i'm looking at the tales games and shit like that i'm like no 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 i go i got valhalla you know i put like i don't know 20 something hours into it or something i was like let let me go back let me let me jump back on that that horse so (laughs) (laughs) so went back to valhalla i had to figure out where i was right right and um, so it's funny. My buddy told me 
at work who played it, he goes, he enjoyed all of it. Like he enjoyed all the side stuff, side mm-hmm. missions and all that. But I'm like, with this game, and I'm sure I'm going to go back and do stuff, but I've noticed when I go off to do side things is when I get like disinterested in the game, right? Because I go to do a side thing. And then maybe I spend the night I had, like the hour and a half I had, kind of fucking off. Yeah. And then you don't get what you sort of were going after. Like, say I see some piece of armor or something on the map. I say, like, oh, I don't want to get there. Okay, let me get – and then I get to a castle. Clearly, I can probably come back to this thing later, mm-hmm. right? But no. And I spend an hour, like, cleaning shit out. <clears throat> And then die. And then it's like late and I'm like, well, I don't want to start that over. Let me, you know, whatever. And I realize like it's a problem I have with what's keeping my interest. So when I turned it on the other night, I'm like, I'm just doing the story beats for now. Like maybe I'll go back and do all And and with Assassin's Creed games are uh, funny because if you actually stick to the main mission – Mm-hmm. They actually bring you around to all those places eventually anyways, most of the time. Like if you see a prominent castle or something, most likely you're going to end up there anyways doing a mission. So right. That makes sense. Instead of cruising by on my own because I just see it as I'm riding by on a horse, I'm like, I, I want to go in there. Like, <laughs> So I had, you know, in all those games, the same like Skyrim, shit like that. All those games are like that where you get distracted easy with, with nonsense. Yeah, squirrels. Um, Red Dead like Redemption I, did it the best. Like put, yes. So, like, put this way. I went to a whole monastery that I came upon. And, you know, you can scan so and you can see that there's treasure and this and that. And I went in there by myself and, like, cleaned the fucking thing out. Killed whoever got in my way. Got the treasure. <laughs> and then later on, I'm doing a mission. And they're like, oh, we got we to gotta find this monk. Okay. Sure enough. Yep. <clears throat> it leads me right back to this monastery. Everybody's dead. Like the mission was no problem because I had killed all the guys. Right. All you just walked gods. up to the monk we who was just sitting there the around these bodies for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bodies were gone, but they just weren't there again. You I know what I mean? You. Like yeah. the guards were just gone. And then, but you know, you go into the room where you kill them. And of course, it's a room that was hard for me to get into. And now I'm killing them. And you can see all the empty, uh, gold chests that I had already opened. <laughs> they already are. Everything's already looted. And I'm like, yeah, that was a waste. Like that was a waste of like an hour and a half or something that I did earlier when yeah. the story just brought me here, you know, and instead I did basically did something twice. I went to, a, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, I realized like, that's kind of an issue. I, I need to like s- resolve a little bit. So I tend to um, be very reserved on what off-the-beaten-path content I do in Assassin's Creed games as of late. Mm -hmm. And I say that having not done Origins or anything beyond it. Okay. But, like, like you can even see, like, Unity, Syndicate, ones like that. Like, yeah, you could engage with all that side stuff, but a lot of times you're... Uh, sequence breaking, right? Like you're yeah, clearing out something yep. you'll come back to later or your, or sometimes they do the opposite, right? Where you clear a place out, you find nothing. 
And then a a little bit later, you get a mission where you go over there and the enemies are all back and now there's magically something in there. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. Yeah, so um, the last night before I decided I'm just going to play the story. Enjoy the story because the story is really good. Like the characters are really good and all that shit. So, right. Um, that's definitely known. Yeah. So let's see what did, so what I, I, I had a cool story beat the other night, which was, so the way they do the missions, like the chapters sort of is so, you know, as, as your Viking clan goes to England and sort of sets up shop, right. Gets a little settlement going. You have your own settlement. You can upgrade all your different, um, buildings and stuff and you you have like a war advisor right like she's like you know when you go visit her she shows you like a map of your area Mm -hmm. and the way they do sort of like how you can pick what like sequence of missions you go on is you're basically going around your area to all the neighboring territories and you're trying to build alliances and get people on your side, you know what I mean? Because you're sort of like sense. outsiders, right? You're like the Danes, you know, you're the, you're the Vikings, you know, that have invaded England. Um, so basically, they give you like a choice of like two areas you can go to. Mm-hmm. And then whatever you pick, she sort of puts like a knife in the map. And then that's your set of missions. That's your set of quests. And they're broken into chapters. And they're fun little storylines, right? You meet new people and you sort of resolve it. And when you finish that storyline, you go back to that, um, the war room, the woman in your war room, and you basically, mm-hmm. you know, you fill her in on what happened in the story. And then you basically, t- you know, you put your marker on that area. You took it over and then you pick another area. And you, so that's sort of how it's broken down. So this was like the second, like, sort of territory I did. And it was fun. You met, like, uh, this woman, Soma. She's like this warlord. And she's sort of taken back this, area and you're going to help her sort of kill this king and stuff and or this warlord and sort of like get revenge because she was sort of ambushed by this other army and she has three friends three helpers and um one of them is like a traitor like one of them is a rat Mm, and part of the, the end of the mission uh she sort of asked you to sort of like just keep an eye on all three of them Mm-hmm. and report back to her so there's missions where you, you do a mission with each of them like each of them want need something done and so you do these cool little missions and then you're they're all in the same camp sort of and you can talk to them and sort of investigate their surroundings and you sort of like break down what happened on the night that like she was betrayed so it's like a little mystery thing right you're trying to get clues and then what you're supposed to do is report back to her and basically tell her who the rat is Right. <laughs> right. So, you, yeah. And um, so I'm not going to mention names or, or genders or anything. So he was playing, doesn't know. But like there was one area I was supposed to go and do a little bit more research. And I couldn't like find the area. It kept telling me to go to the swamps. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know where they are. I don't yeah, know. Where the the, and there was no marker on the map. No, not that I could see. I hate when games that traditionally have markers on the map. Suddenly switch that up for like certain missions. Yeah. I do struggle with that personally. And I was just like, I don't even want to, I don't want to look for the swamps. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> and I, so I kind of did my own judgment and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I think from the information I have, I think it's this person, right? So I, I go and, and basically 
it's one of those decisions, right? Like I'm that kind of gamer that sort of a decision like that can cripple me in a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you don't like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to make the, but I, I, I put my big boy pants on. It's like, ah, screw it. Like I'm <laughs> picking somebody. I don't care. I'll pick the one that I don't like out of the three and we'll see what, where the story goes. And so what happens is, you know, you call, they sort of get the three people together and they, you call out the one that you, you picked and they, they kind of like, you know, the person pleads and, you know, not me, blah, blah, blah. You know, why would I do? And then they basically do like a Game of Thrones style, like, you know, <laughs> killing on the person in front of you. And you're like, Ew, okay. And they drag the person away and then you're left with the other two. And then I go do a mission, the final mission. And then we go back to camp and one of the other people had the two you had left. One of those people had taken over your camp and killed everybody. And he, and that person was the traitor. Right. And, uh, you know, and you so you do a, know, no matter who you would have picked, it most likely would have resulted in that. Well, so that's what I'm thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to my buddy at work and uh, cause he played through it. I said, Hey, I go, I just played this mission with where you picked this person and stuff. He's like, Oh, that's good. He goes, that's a good one. And I go, I'm assuming no matter who you pick, they just shuffle who the traitor is. And he goes, Oh no. He goes, I, I picked the right one. Oh, okay. And cool. I go, yeah. I, I said, really? So he never got that camp scene with the fight hmm. and stuff. And he goes, and I go, yeah, I picked this person. And he's like, why would you pick that person? <laughs> he goes, no, that person joined my crew. It was actually very kick, like kick-ass <laughs> part of my crew. I was like, oh, trees. You killed the best NPC in the game. So I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked that that was my story. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's even dialogue choices after where you sort of reconcile with Soma. And you're like, you know, one of your choices is like, <laughs> I fucked you know, this, yeah, this is my fault. You know, I, I feel terrible. You know, I feel bad. I, this is on me. And they're just like, no, you know, ultimately it, it rests with me and I bear that response. But it was like, yeah, that shit happened, man. And that, that's, I like that. Like that's, yeah. that is a cool gaming moment. And I'm like, yeah, let me just, I'm had this, see that engaged me and I got something done. Like I felt like, you know, I felt more um, fulfilled than me just running off to a castle for an hour and, and fucking right. around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to that and and you know doing some. I'm sure I'll, I'll veer off the path here and there, but for the most part, I think the stories are compelling enough that I, I need to stop wandering for no reason. You know what I mean? I mean, um, from what I understand, just uh, the sheer size of that game, you'll never run out of wandering spaces, but you might never see the end of the game either. That's what my buddy said. My buddy's like, that game's long, man. He's like, that, that, that you got Yeah, a lot I've to heard do. that people who like mainline just try to burn through the story play for 50 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and again, I like the, I like Ivo. I like the, I like the main character. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Um, and then let's see the last last thing I played. I'm trying to think. I played a lot of mobile games this week on my phone. I don't know. Oh, why. there you go. A world flipper. Stay away from that. <laughs> um, He's doing Funko Pop stuff still. 
Yeah, there was a uh, Charlie Brown event. Oh, Charlie Brown event this week. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get in that. Um, well, they broke that game though. Oh, great! Because they 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 upped they upped the price for like event pops okay. from six thousand coins to nine thousand coins. That's significant. Yeah, so when I used to be able to burn through those and save up enough coins and kind of complete those events, now it's like, nah, they ain't happening. So it's kind of broken. I don't really turn it on that much. Um, <laughs> World Flipper, though, I played, I played. yeah, it's it's almost like a clicker game with pinball. It's like Genshin Impact mixed with pinball. It's no good. Um, yeah, I have no desire to play Genshin Impact, so... I played Genshin Impact. It was a bad. Yeah, um, but I played more um, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, okay. I played, a, I played a lot of that. Boy, I was way off for it. I got a... I got a uh... <laughs> Technically, I got a, uh... some people consider Luigi's Mansion 3 to be a mobile game because no, not, the Switch not, not can the... be mobile. No, no, not that. I got a... <laughs> oh! <laughs> I said... I said... Uh, there's like 50 floors or something on. There's like 15. I was way off. Yeah, I was misremembering. Oh, okay. When I actually seen the elevator, I was a little like leaner 50. than it. You recall? Yeah, there's like 15 floors maybe, and I'm like, oh, that's way. I'm way off from when I said there's like 50. Still but, a um, chunk of floors, if you ask me. But so my my son has not touched that game since. He has no desire, really. And mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of it. And you know what? Like. <laughs> Some of the puzzles, especially with like Guiji and using and yeah, some of the puzzles and some of the ghosts to beat the ghosts, mm-hmm. like he he it it definitely would not be something he could do on his own yet. Yeah, even and that I'm, was my experience with the original too. Was yeah. you start getting to the end and it's like this is kind of complicated. Yeah, so like I'm put it this way, I've got stumped once or twice by puzzles. How to get out of so I'm stumped right now, actually. How to get move on a floor, but um, I'm sure there's an IGN video for you. (laughs) Yeah, well, I hate I hate looking up answers, especially and I completely respect Mansion Three. Like I'm like I should be able to do this. (laughs) I will figure this out. I will not look up cheats for this game. That's Um, what they want you to think. But that game is um continues to be fun. And um, they keep switching up mechanics and, and how you use your little vacuum cleaner for stuff mm-hmm. that it's um, interesting enough. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like there's a game changer today. I just – so when you use Guiji, right, um, obviously you have like – you can do two things at once. Obviously, that's the whole point of them. But mm-hmm. there has been like immo- Im- immovable objects. That I can shoot like my suction cup on, but Luigi can't pull it like it's too heavy. Sure. And today, literally today, on my uh, one of my breaks, I was playing in my car. Uh, <laughs> there was an item on one of the floors I'm at, big watermelon or something in the way, and um, it's like it's like levels that are all like um, overgrown with like foliage mm. and stuff. So there was like these this watermelon patch, and this is one. And it just dawned on me, like, using Guiji with his suction cup at the same time. So both of them were pulling it. Yep. You know what I mean? And it worked. And I was like, oh, my God. 
this is just oh i need to go all the way back to floor like the first floor you know what i mean like this because i'm it's like <laughs> oh, oh i can oh use God. this method on so many yes. other places now I was I, stuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god like it was like a light the, that light bulb moment like i'm an idiot like all the, <laughs> you know um i know that feeling yeah and so but there, there's definitely some legit places i've I've got a little stuck and I'm just like, Ooh, yeah. I don't think my son would have been to do this. So there's one that I think all the floors are clever. The ones I've all, I'm only on like the eighth floor, maybe okay. the seventh floor. So I'm like halfway through the floors, but like I explained last time, it's, it's not really a whole, you know, it's, it's uh not really a mansion. It's like a hotel. Um, and every floor is like themed differently. And they're pretty clever. Like one floor was um, like medieval knights, like the like everything's medieval and stuff. But yet they're smart enough to put trash cans and like benches with like empty soda cups sitting around and stuff. So you know it's it's oh, like yeah. theater, you know. Yeah. Like it's funny. It's funny like that. Like and then one level was like um, like a movie theater level. Okay. Like it had an auditorium. And there's like movie posters and, and stuff like, you know, red ropes and shit. Uh, <clears throat> so that was cool. And then like the level I'm on now, like I said, it's all overgrown. And there's a plant and the ghost is like a uh, gardener. Like he has like a <laughs> ghost That's watering awesome. can. Right. <laughs> and every time he waters something, it like turns into like a mossy, you know. So he waters like this Venus flytrap and it basically grows up through like several floors. Mm-hmm. And you got to get to the top. So you're kind of going around the staircase around it. And there's pieces of the walkway that it's broken through. So you have to basically go into different hotel rooms. And there's puzzles to, like, get around to pop out, like, on the other side. Yeah. That's where I'm at now. I'm sort of – I'm stuck, actually, in one – I can't figure out, like, how to get out, like, get to the next section. I'm like, oh, it's killing me. So – I mean, don't let um, it kill you again. Oh, Just one oh. Google search away. <laughs> I did rescue Toad, that little fucker. I figured he's the first one I rescued. I, nice. got, I, did, <laughs> I did get Toad. He was on the theater level. He's in a painting, and I got got him. And now he's back at the lab with the professor. He's just laying around. Um, <laughs> Doing shit. I thought he would do. I thought he would do something. Like I unlocked him. Like maybe he would give me something extra nope. no the one thing just, he does is lays around <laughs> yeah, he's just laying around on top of the monitors his fucking feet up in the air and um yeah and the ghosts are the they're fun like the different um styles like like the um in the theater it was <clears throat> like a beethoven kind of ghost oh nice and you fight him in the, on the main stage and he's basically inside a piano Mm-hmm. And you got to figure out how to like get the piano off of him so he's vulnerable. Oh, um, nice. The medieval mana one, it was a obviously a king, mm. and he rides on a like a jousting like metal horse mm-hmm. or whatever. And you have to and then, like I said, this ghost is like a gardener. I haven't fought him yet, but um, yeah, that game's fun, man. That game's good, and it looks good. I'm so amazed sometimes, like. Kind oh, of yeah. how good it like looks. they've got they've still got the demo up at the GameStop and I was in GameStop yeah uh this week yeah and I yeah. was like holy shit so yeah Luigi Luigi's good he looks good he's funny um 
He is. He's, <laughs> this game's funny. They just, you know, he's going to be traumatized for the rest of his life. The poor guy is like. I mean, hell, he's uh, been traumatized three times. Yeah. Like, I've never seen him so scared, someone so scared in my life all the time. Like this poor guy, I'm like torturing him. It's because his brother's not um, there. Stop it being a wood, so. <laughs> see, and I know Mario pops up, right? I know you rescue him because my mm-hmm. son was watching like. This was months ago, but he was watching like a, a Luigi's. I'm pretty sure it was Luigi's Mansion three, um, like walkthrough, and Luigi was running around with Mario, like Mario Ooh. was running around on his own, okay. and, and you were running around with him. And uh, in Luigi's <clears throat> Mansion one, you do re- you do rescue Mario, but you do not get him as a playable character. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if he's a second player playable character or if he's AI and you're just running around with him. But he was definitely with you. And you guys were, and they were running around together. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting. New game plus. Mm hmm. And I'm um, trying to think, Fred. I think that's all I've uh, trying to think on the Switch. Was that? More pick cross. Let's see. Mm, PlayStation didn't play, end up playing anything on that. And then my Xbox. Yeah, that's what I played on my Xbox. So nice. that's it. Played the update game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I switched it up a little bit. Um, so, like I said, Shocktober's coming. Starting to plan my times. Shocktober. Yeah. Um, so I will, I will mention that in a little bit. Um, so one thing is uh, there is a new uh, set for Magic the Gathering that hit an arena. I've been hot and cold on magic. I just don't talk about it a lot. Right. I'm still struggling heavily with that land algorithm. They just don't do a good job of shuffling the deck, and it seems like they keep trying to tweak it, and it's just varying degrees of bad. Um, but there's a new set that came out called, like, Innistrad. Oh, those that know, know, but it's going to bug me if I don't type it in. So MTG Innistrad Midnight Hunt. And it's like a werewolf-themed thing. Okay. But there's also, like, some Halloween stuff. There's, like, um, there's, so there's wolves, and it creates a day-night cycle in the game where, like, during the day, the werewolves, the lycanthropes, you know, look like one thing, but at night they become stronger werewolves and stuff like that. Um, and uh, they do have a lot of vampires also, though, and zombies and stuff like that. So I've been having fun making some some weird decks. So I've just been playing a decent amount of Magic. Um, and having fun, but just super pissed that like the land is never seeming to be shuffled properly. Um, mm. But uh, but enjoying that, trying to debate whether or not I want to spend some just a little bit about um, money buying some packs. I don't know for some reason I was just really getting into Innistrad. To be clear, I'm talking about digital packs, not actual physical right. cards. Um, so the next thing was, I don't know if you remember this, but I had taken advantage of some sales. So one of those was that I finally, Gamefly had um, Watch Dogs Legion, which I've heard kind of lukewarm things about. Like, maybe not even lukewarm. Like, a lot of people are like, that game wasn't very good. Um, but those people loved Watch Dogs 2 and thought that Watch Dogs 1 wasn't very good. Well, I loved Watch Dogs. Well, I wouldn't say loved. I really liked Watch Dogs 1. Played all the DLC and everything. 
Didn't much care for Watch Dogs 2. You know, got a got quite a few hours into it, though. Right. And I'm still, like, on the fence as to whether or not I'll go back to it. Like, I'd like to go back to it and give it another chance. Um, and so they dropped the price to six bucks. So I, like, want it really bad. And I think you remember, like, I put in a request to cancel it. And they shipped it in the time it took. Yeah. Well, so that took a long time to get to me, but it finally showed up on Saturday. And in that time, I had jumped at an Amazon deal where I got the game plus the season pass, the gold edition, whatever it was. And the season pass actually comes with the complete edition of Watch Dogs 1, which mm-hmm. I don't have on the Xbox. Not that I'm planning to replay it anytime soon, but it was a hell of a bundle for 20 bucks. <clears throat> so now I've got this tangible copy of Watch Dogs Legion. I have nothing to do with it. So I looked up on GameStop what I can get in trade. And if anybody's got that game and is thinking about dropping it, now's the time. I got like 20 bucks in trade for it. So I paid $6 to get 20 bucks in store credit. Hmm. Yeah. To be clear, uh, Gamefly is actually since um, that one day sale, they have raised the price again. It's back up to 15. So Watch Dogs Legion's the market price was like, that was too low, right? Like it was too popular then and they could re-raise the price. So I think that game is going to settle with most Ubisoft games right around the $15 mark used. Um, But uh, anyway, I didn't do anything with that store credit. Just got an Xbox gift card or like Xbox points and popped them on my Xbox. Just waiting for something. Um, Also, my Xbox. So my Xbox... Regular Xbox, vanilla Xbox, is modded, and um, it's because the disk drive was starting to go. I was starting to have that problem where if I'd play games for more than about an hour, right, you'd get the dirty disk problem. Mm-hmm. So I modded my Xbox. This was a long time ago, a couple of years ago. Set up a hard drive, ripped all the games. Um So, uh, it was starting to go. I was starting to have problems where like the fans stopped and sometimes it would overheat while I was playing it and I was just getting some wonkiness. So I was like, oh shit. And I didn't want to like get a new Xbox. Like I had tried to buy an Xbox recently, uh, probably within the last year I bought an Xbox from someone on Craigslist and it was like 40 bucks for it, you know? And they said it worked and everything. And I went and picked it up, got it home, booted it up. It wouldn't read discs. And the guy like was very specific that it would read discs. So I wrote to him and he was like, oh, well, you know, bring it back to my house. Like, we'll take a look at it. But it reads discs. But uh, he had one very specific game, which was some Splinter Cell game or something, and one very specific DVD. And when he popped those in, they would launch. And when I came home, I had that same game. I popped it in. Yes, it did launch. But every other game doesn't launch. Doesn't. And he doesn't seem to understand that that is pretty valueless to me. (laughs) Yeah. So, and you can't mod it because you need to play a Splinter Cell game to soft mod it. You need to play a handful of games. There's like a James Bond 007 game. I use the original Splinter Cell. There's a couple others. Well, those games wouldn't launch. So I couldn't even soft mod the damn thing. So I was pissed off. Anyway, there was an ad on Craigslist where a guy had like just done it all for me. He said, mint condition, pristine Xbox. He had, and it did, it looked good. He had removed the capacitor clock, which some people are saying that may be why my old Xbox is 
hurting. If you have an Xbox that's um, version 1.5 or older, which is most Xboxes, there's only that final version 1.6, there's a capacitor clock that's a ticking time bomb. It's probably leaked by now already, but if not, it's going to. And when it does, it spills all over the motherboard and does varying degrees of damage. So this guy had removed the capacitor already before it leaked. Um, He had modded it. He had put a ridiculous amount of hard drives into it, trees. He put like a <laughs> like a three terabyte hard drive or something and partitioned it up. Jeez. He had put every single Xbox game on there, Jap- Japan and Europe included. So just every single original Xbox game is just built into this hard drive. And he put a bunch of emulators and stuff like that, which I didn't really need, but whatever, it was on there. Um, the disk drive works perfect. Um, and it was in good shape and it came with a controller and a bunch of other stuff, um, for a good price. uh, Some people are probably going to wonder what that price is. It was 150 bucks worth it. Some, maybe not to others. I don't want to not have an Xbox. This gets me everything I need. I have a pretty decent collection of Xbox games, but this gets me everything I need and it doesn't take up any of my time, which you and I have talked about the time it takes me to (laughs) do this. So this guy has replaced the fan. He replaced the thermal paste. He modded the Xbox, put in the hard drive, did all that stuff, removed the capacitor clock, cleaned it up. It's perfectly working and he's always owned it. And when I met the guy, you you can kind of tell, you know, when you meet a guy uh, for Craigslist and stuff, like he had me meet up with him in a public place, like, and um, <clears throat> he was very informative. He had a little card that, like, taught me how to use it and stuff like that. I knew how to use it, but, like, I didn't tell him that. Right. And um, he was like, you have any problems with this? You know, email me, you know, if you have any, like, mechanical problems or anything. Maybe it's a quick fix so you don't have to drive all the way out here again. Because he lived about 30 miles away from my house. Um <clears throat> And so seemed genuinely nice. And he was just like me. Like he was just like in his 40s nerd in the basement, like, you know, modded an Xbox. And uh, it sounds like he was just getting rid of his modded Xbox. Sounds like he was getting rid of some stuff to clear some space and make some money. Um, Got it home, worked like a dream. Uh, To me, 150 bucks was worth it because I then didn't have to spend an entire weekend disassembling the damn thing, fixing it, all that stuff, whatnot. And the thing works like a dream. Plus, he's got all the games in there, so I don't have to worry about spending all the time. And it takes forever on the Xbox to rip the games. Now, I had a lot of them backed up on my hard drive uh, because once you rip them, you can then transfer them to a computer and then... um, back them up on a hard drive but like that takes a long time then moving them over if there was ever a game i wanted i'd have to find a way to get my hands on it and stuff like that this is just an easy way to just like get that out of the way Mm. um so i was happy to do it and now i have a working xbox again there you go the biggest reason why is i want to play through remedies catalog i think i think i want to play all the remedy games again Hmm. don't ask me why yeah. Uh, the, it was definitely brought about by the remaster of Alan Wake that I don't even know if right. I'm going to buy. Um, <clears throat> but if not, I'll probably replay Alan Wake on the 360 cause I have the 360 version and it's backward compatible. Um, hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to play Max Payne one and two and I have Max Payne one and two on disc. 
but I didn't have a working disk drive. And uh, again, that was Max Payne was one of the games that was like freezing up on me when I played it. So I'm going to be playing through that. I did their they their original game. I'm trying to remember. Hold on, real quick. They had an original game that was a PC game. Are you familiar with this trees? That was called like Death Race, something. Um, yes, might not even. No, like I want to say it sounds familiar when you say that, but Death Rally. And you know what this I, is? Yeah, I this, know that name. It's kind of like um, an, a, a top-down, right? So almost like GTA perspective, the original okay. GTA. But the tracks are like off-road tracks, kind of like off-road. Remember that arcade game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not so much Dirt Rally. You're driving like different cars. There's like sports cars. There, I think I saw one DeLorean on there. I'm of course just getting started in the. I was just getting started in the campaign, so you get just a an old '70s Beetle that's all beaten up as your first car, hmm. and uh, and then it has like mines, guns, um, boosts, nitrous boosts, and then you can deck out your car to like hurt people. You can put armor on it. You can put spikes in the front. You can put wheel spikes and stuff like that, right? So it's one of those games. I know that if you played it back in the day, it's a cult classic. Uh, Mm. I didn't expect much from it. Played it for about an hour. Had kind of goofy controls. And I was like, (laughs) okay, this is cool, but I'm good. So... um, But uh, but yeah, so that was was the fun Xbox escapade. Um, And then... So there's a, you know, F, you know me and FMV games, right, Trees? You love them. Right. So there's a game I've been wanting to play for a long time, and I've played like a small amount of it. This game is called Tender Loving Care, or TLC. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this game or anything? No. Okay. So. No, I have not. So this is an FMV game that came out in P- on PC. Um, Trying to see. Hold on. Came out on PC... What year? 1998. 1998. Yeah, and even then, I don't think that's very accurate. I want to say it was more 99, but I could be wrong. I remember buying this when I was a teenager at uh, Babbage's. <laughs> so there you go. That'll <laughs> date me. Yeah. That's and awesome. this is less of a game and more of an interactive movie. Basically, you would watch scenes based off of, and it was like an erotic thriller. I'll just come out and call it that. Um, but, or at least that's how they, they pimped it. And what everybody will remember is that there was this extremely hot blonde who is very sexual in it. Um, and I'll explain this in a minute, but you basically watch scenes as the story unfolds. It's based off of a novel with the same name. And in between the scenes, they ask you psychological questions, both about what you saw and then just about yourself in general. And it psychoanalyzes you as you continue to play through the game. And then it <laughs> fucks with you at the end, as I understand it. I don't know that because I never got this far into the game. And it's not that long of a game either. <clears throat> so, Tender Loving Care, I originally had the CD version. The CD-ROM version. That was the version that came out. And it's like six discs. And it doesn't work on modern PCs, right? You just can't play it. And when I was... In high school, I remember playing like, I want to say each chapter is about five to 15 minutes of footage. And then you're interacting with the house. You're like reading people's diaries and stuff. 
Um, I should explain what happens in this, in this, just the setup, the general setup. There's a couple in an old country house in like a Californian, like wine Valley. Okay. Okay. Um, the husband, Michael, his parents passed and left him the house. And so him and his wife, Allison moved into the house with their daughter, Jody, and have been kind of fixing it up. Okay. All right. You don't see, at least at the beginning of the game, you do not see Jody at all. She's referenced constantly and talked about because Allison will constantly refer to her, but you never see her, right? And then <clears throat> you come to find out that there's got to be something going on because um, they see this Dr. Turner, who is a psychologist in Portland, but they, remember they're in California, I believe. Right. Um, and he's played by a famous actor. It's the actor who's actually has the chest burster pop out of him in Alien. I'm trying okay. to remember what that actor's name is. Yeah. William Hurt? No. You, Listen. Well, is that hold right? on. Hurt? You that might. Hurt. I, I don't know. Uh, hold on, because they joke about. There was something in the Steam things that jokes about how they got him. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? If I can't find it. Okay, you guys can go look it up if you really right. care. Go Dorito it. But um, but yeah, so um, you're right. John Hurt. Damn. John John Hurt. John what did Hurt. I say? William Hurt? Uh, you might John. have, but you still got it. I got Hurt. So, <laughs> so I got the Hurt bot. So there was a C. So um, he's the psychologist. So the move the 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 whole movie starts up where he pulls up and he goes, you know, the tragedy that happened in this house, you know, is crazy. He goes, but I'm the psychologist that was treating these people, and I feel like there's something I've missed in my analysis. So I want you to take a look at this. And so he goes, I want you to watch this story. So you get to meet this couple, and you know that this Dr. Turner's treating them. And pretty early on, it was either the first sequence or the second one. You know, you learn that Michael's kind of like traditional male, but not so obvious. Like I could see that today in 2021, people could pick it apart. But in 1998, it was more like he was just kind of like a husband type. Right. Mm -hmm. And Allison was kind of like a housewife type. And he makes references of like he hasn't gone back to work since the accident. So there was obviously an accident. And so he references that like he works and she was the stay at home mom with Jody and things like that. Um, so you talk about how a nurse is going to arrive. Nurse is named Catherine and she's going to assist them with Jody. And when Catherine arrives near the beginning, um, she is smoking hot, <laughs> um, pretty seductive and kind of flirtatious with Michael just from the beginning. But I don't think because of him personally, like it's just supposed to be kind of her personality. Okay. And that's about as much setup as I'll give you. And then the story continues on from there. And there are twists and turns. Um, some interesting stuff gets revealed. And I got to probably the first twist out of what I'm assuming is two or three in the game. Um, and that was like, for those who have played the game, that was like chapter five. Is about as far as I got when I was playing it in high school. And so what you do, Trees, is you watch these movie sequences. And it's a full-blown movie. Like fully produced. Right. Uh, five to 15 minutes. And then Dr. Turner comes on, John Hurt, and he goes, and even though he's in some of the scenes, he'll go like, he'll give you hints. He'll go like, so what do you think that was all about? 
Did you notice that this happened? I wonder what that means. Or does it mean anything at all? Like they do that kind of stuff, right? To get right, you prepared. Right. And then they ask you a bunch of questions about the sequence you saw and stuff like that. And then after you answer those questions, you are let loose in the house and you can move room to room. And it's very seventh guest, like, you know, old school CG animations that look right. fake. Um, yep. The actors are not, they didn't even bother to furnish a real house. The actors are standing in front of green screens. Nice. If there's a prop, it's hilarious because it looks so out of place. Like every now and again, like Michael, you'll see Michael, for example. Like if you enter the kitchen, there's one actor roaming around in each after each chapter. So let's say you enter the kitchen and Michael's having coffee. It's hilarious because he's sitting there talking to you and stuff like that. And he'll have a coffee cup and he'll go to put it down. But then in the next cut, like it's just gone. It does not exist. It's not on the counter. It's not on the table. He doesn't have it anymore. It's just gone. (laughs) Um, So it's, it's pretty good. Um, But, uh, but, and they acknowledge you, they talk to you. They acknowledge you're the observer who's watching them. And then everyone's got a diary, so you can read each person's diary to kind of see their perspective. And then there are little hints throughout the house of various other things. So um, it's it's pretty interesting in in like what the overall concept is. And it's you could probably imagine your interest in this will come down to: Are you going into it trying to be entertained, or are you going into it trying to poke it apart? Right. And if you're going into it thinking you're going to get some dynamic video game from 1998, you're going to be sorely mistaken, as you will be with, I think I can safely say, any FMV game from the 90s. Yeah. Um, like, I really like those games, but that was that. I think there's a certain amount of, if not a large amount of nostalgia embedded in there. And so it's the same style, so of course I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But even this, I admit, I bought when I was a kid. Like, Well, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. Um, so there was a DVD release later. So I hunted down on Amazon. I wanted to play this game. All of a sudden, like I got an inch itch to play this game probably mm, two years ago, three years ago, maybe. Found out there was a DVD version of this game. And the reason it works is it's supposed to work on all consumer grade DVD players and in PCs if you pop it in there. Okay. Oh. Because uh, you have to save, right? And so I had no idea how it's going to save on a DVD player, but I guess a lot of DVD players have like caches, like little storage where they keep track of like where you're at on each DVD and it uses that right. technology in order to let you keep playing. But I was planning to play it on a computer anyway. The DVD was like rare, but not in high demand. So it wasn't expensive. Found it on Amazon. I think I paid seven, eight bucks for it. Got it. I don't know what's going on. The DVD doesn't work on anything. It doesn't work in my DVD player. Like it doesn't, like it starts to play it, but it doesn't work as it should. You get the opening cut scene with doctor, uh, with the doctor and then that's it. Um, and, um, and on a PC, it doesn't work. So I was like, fuck. And then, uh, I don't remember what it was, but night dive studios brought it back. They ported the game from a mobile version that came out on like iOS or something, they ported the game to Steam and GOG, good old games. Well, it's this small little version of the game because it's ported from the mobile game. So it's this like 160p resolution. It's this small little box when you launch it, Trees. It's, you'd laugh. It's this right. small piece of real estate on your, on your computer. 
And if you blow it up, you can't even tell what you're looking at. It's just this <laughs> pixelated mess. So finally, some person took that DVD version, ripped it, rebuilt all the files, and posted it in Steam. And somebody brought it to my attention. And so <clears throat> I went in there, downloaded it, and lo and behold, and then you just literally like unzip the thing and drop it in your game folder and it just overwrites all the video files. And now I can play it in DVD form. So I've been replaying that and uh, still enjoying it. Um, you know, I, I, I think people get bogged down in the wrong parts of this game, which is um, sex is part of it. It just is. There's, there's sex, sexual mm -hmm. tension between Michael and Allison, the husband and wife. There is sexual attraction between Catherine and both parties. Um, and um, they, they play around with a lot of taboos and stuff. Like one of the earliest, there's a, I'll spoil one little scene. There's a scene early in where Michael is just doing his own thing. Um, Catherine's got her own room. She's upstairs just doing her studies, right? When they retire for the night, they just kind of do their own thing. So Allison went to bed. Jody went to bed. Catherine's, um, you know, up in her room and Michael's just farting around the house. And I think what happens is he has an interaction with his wife and it kind of pisses him off. And he was drinking coffee and he switches to beer, right? That's a big nineties mm -hmm. trope, right? He's switching yep. up to beer. He's getting the hard stuff and he takes his beer out on the porch and um, <clears throat> he's standing out there and all of a sudden Catherine turns on her bedroom light Ooh. and she's, she's, she's naked. She's topless. Ooh. Right. And he, he doesn't know if she can see him. Right. And if you've ever thought about, if you think about this, which I didn't think too hard about it, but there's logic to this because if you've ever been inside where the lights are on inside and looked out a window, you can't right. really tell what's going on outside, let alone like on the ground floor in the yard. Right, right, right. Yep. And so, you know, it plays it off. But, it, you know, it's placating with voyeurism. Like, is he into her? Right. And uh, since they open it up with her getting naked, like you can tell right away that like, oh, OK. I, and I don't even know myself, but I bet. I bet there's there's some sex that goes on in this, and I bet it's it's there's a decent amount of sex scenes because they warn of like nudity and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. But like, I think people get bogged down too much in thinking about the sex that it like has a reputation for a sex game. And if you're going to this for like some sort of porn thing, you're not going to find what you're looking for. And I think that's the problem right, is it's right, right. too sexy for the FMV gamer and it's not sexy enough for the porn no. gamer. <laughs> yeah. And so it doesn't have a place to stand, but if people are interested, the game's very cheap. It's $6. Um, and Gog frequently has it on sale for like a dollar. Um, but you can go get those video files and, um, play this in full DVD, but as an FMV game, it's a fun little thing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing this. I'm now on chapter six and I, I want to say there's between, there's gotta be like 10 to 15 chapters. Um, and, uh, I'm curious to see where it goes. I just hit the big twist, um, that I already knew about. So now it's all unknown territory from this, right. from this point out. So, um, but yeah, a lot of explanation, but I thought it was important to note. And then the last yeah. thing I've been playing trees is okay. I'm back on the B video game kick. Oh, like no it. desire to play demon souls this week. Sorry, kids. No, you can just, yeah, I think I might lose sight of that game for a while. 
<laughs> yeah. I was just like, you know, I could, but then I, I could not. I could just not. Yeah, so, you don't have to. Yeah. So I've chosen not to at this moment. Um, so there was a game that came out, and it was one of those cross-gens. It came out on, um, uh, on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. And like Call of Duty at the end of last year and a couple others, they didn't do an upgrade path. They just straight up sold like you. It's kind of like I was telling you with Call of Duty Cold War. Like you just bought the Xbox One version, which would work through backward compatibility on the Series X, but not enhance it like no smart delivery. And that was 60 bucks. And then 70 bucks was the Series X version. Right. And this game Mm. is Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've, seen, I've seen that. <laughs> and people, it has a reputation for being a terrible game. And it was way too expensive, right? You can't pull that kind of shit. This was published by Focus Home, which I really like Focus Home stuff, right? They did um, that, um, uh, oh, what was the game with all the rats that I was talking about? I, I've done a lot of Focus Home mm-hmm. games as of late. They did Call of Cthulhu right. and things like that. Um, and this is actually the developer is Cyanide, who did that Call of Cthulhu game that I liked. So I was like, oh, well, it's Cyanide, and they're doing something different, so we'll see. Also, the main complaints were this plays like a weird third-person action melee game from the 360 era. And I was like, well, I can get down on me some 360 right. era action melee games where I'm a fucking werewolf. Is it um, Plague's Tale? Pla- yeah, in his, yeah okay. Plague's Tale Innocence. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, I was really into Focus Home stuff. You know what I mean? They also do, I'm pretty sure they do, like, the Technomancer and, you know, the, the Spiders is the development studio that, that does that stuff. So, I've dug what Focus Home's putting forward. They're taking chances and making weird games, right? Weird mm-hmm. games that are against the grain. But right. they flew too close to the sun because you can't be pulling this upgrade. You're a <laughs> more limited publisher. You shouldn't be competing with Activision and being like, Call of Duty did it, so we should do it. I think they genuinely thought, because it was like a launch uh, window game, they genuinely thought everybody was going to do this. And when no one did it, they just stand out so much, you know? Right. So, um, and they do that unfortunate box stuff, which doesn't happen anymore, which is... The Xbox One version says Xbox One slash Series X on it, and the Series X version that's enhanced just says Series X. So, and it's been expensive. The Xbox Series X version has been like 30, 35 bucks, and it, it's been going on sale on the, in the store, but for the same price. And so, um, again, Gamefly had it for like 15 bucks, so I picked it up and I was like, okay, let's play this. We're getting near Halloween. Let's do this. <laughs> so, played the game. I'm almost at the entries. Boy, they drag out that end. I'm yeah. 96% complete. <laughs> um, but this is exactly that. It's an action melee game with very small hub worlds that branch out into areas. I guess I would say areas where you do stuff. And okay. what they do. So first of all, where uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse, if you don't know, is a pen and paper RPG. So they use a lot of references uh, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, Cyanide did this with Call of Cthulhu as well. They just assume you're just like a Lovecraft know-it-all when you play Call of Cthulhu, right? And so right. with this one, it's the same thing. They just they assume that like you like know what. Uh, uh, hold on, real quick, just checking something. 
Okay, good. Um, they just assume you know what Werewolf the Apocalypse is. And when they talk about stuff like the Cairn, you know that that's the pack. And when they talk about Gaia, you know that that's the Earth spirits that the wolves are like merged with. And when they talk about the worm, you know that that's like the you know, evil spirits that are trying to take over the world and stuff like that. Like, there's just a lot of references and buzzwords they use that you can honestly, like, figure out as you're playing the game. But there is this inherent assumption that you just know what all these things are. Right. Right. And it's funny that there's a Series X enhanced version. I'm curious to see. I'm guessing it's performance, which is what I was hoping for. Because, yeah, graphically, this game is competing with, like... (laughs) <laughs> launch window Xbox one games. Like it wow. really is. Yeah. It's not too strong. And I think call of Cthulhu is kind of <laughs> like that too, but I seem to remember call of Cthulhu actually being better, like yeah. much higher quality, but cyanides also crank these out pretty close to each other. So maybe they have multiple teams. Um, but, uh, and you are, you're just running around trees. It's X button is light attack. Y button is heavy attack. A button is jump. You can jump. It's a little leap. Okay. You know, and B is dodge. There's a dodge roll. No stamina bar or anything. You just dodge. <laughs> um, you know, you hold down right trigger to turn your regular attacks into special attacks, right? Bars go up, bars go down. There's healing. There's frenzied mode, things like that. And you just basically get into a kill room and kill everything there. And then you're good to go. So the one mechanic that they do that's interesting is they do stealth. And it's not great stealth where you can just like roam around an area and like, uh, you know, take people out. Right. And then when you're discovered, you go full wolf and just like fuck people up, you know. And <laughs> full wolf. Yeah. And that's kind of how it happens. You literally hit right bumper and you embrace the rage and you. Oh, yeah. So, engage. Embrace but, it. Yeah. So um, and, and that is the game. Like. All 10 hours of it, that's the game. <laughs> nice. And so I enjoy it, but if you... And the, and the story's interesting. What I like about this story is it's bad shit off the wall, Trees. Like, the opening cut scene, you play as just some dude. It doesn't matter who he is. And in the opening cut scene, you're about to go on a mission that your wife is doing covert. She's doing the sneaking in. Her brother is your, like, Cairn, um, you know, chief. He's, like, your your chief of the tribe, of the pack. Right. Your wife is a human. You're a wolf. Her brother's a wolf. But, like, in bloodlines, it doesn't necessarily, like, you don't pass it down necessarily. It's a recessive gene. Okay. So, she's going to go on a covert mission you and her brother are going to hold back in case she needs backup. And your daughter's like 15 and you're not sure if she's human or wolf yet. And she's just an angsty teenager. That's kind of what they open you up to. And your best friend is like this wolf that I think is a true wolf. It doesn't take shape. It's permanently in its wolf form. Um, okay. It doesn't become human. It's not a werewolf. Um and you get introduced to all these characters in a relatively long cutscene with some interactive running around and chatting with people and making dialogue options and stuff. And then you go on the mission and like almost everyone dies. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay. 
they're going to go there, right? And they do this all the time. They like introduce new characters and then sometimes they kill them off. Sometimes they become important characters. And I'm like, man, they're just going batshit with this story. So like, I'm kind of engaged for that reason. Right, you know I mean? right. And the gameplay loop is fun. It, I like running around and just beating the shit out of guys in kill box rooms with varying degrees of difficulty. Um, you know, that opens with a stealth sequence. Like, this, I just have fun with that. <laughs> That's so. his thing. Some people will, some people won't, but I just right. do. I'm not even recommending this game per se. I'm just saying this is what I've done and this, this is what a, I've right. engaged with it. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm at the very end. They do this thing where you think you're going to go on the final mission like three times. Um, this time I know it's the final mission, but yeah. So, hmm. but yeah, so ah. finish Werewolf the Apocalypse. Well, I will have finished Werewolf the Apocalypse <laughs> by tomorrow yeah. morning. I'll probably, well, I'm working from home. I'll probably finish it at lunch if I can. I'm 96% complete, right? How many more? The one thing that's interesting is the save system trees is you're just walking around random room to room. And right before you enter a kill box, it just saves your place. There's no like manual save. And so it's just one big long checkpointing system. So whenever you see a save in the upper right hand corner, you can just quit right away. And so that's how I'm there. Like I'm in the middle of a mission and I just quit. So like, yeah, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. But uh, that's it for me. That wraps it up. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yeah. And sweet list. And that's fair because yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm a little on the tired side. I need to go to bed. Yeah. I sleepy. I hear you. So. I can always go to bed. Yes. No, I, I mean, this every- is normal time for us, but we had to start late. So we started late. Yeah. Uh, Usually my podcast night, uh, I usually get like, you know, three and a half hours of sleep. Usually by the time I go upstairs and get everything done and check on the kids and get ready for bed, it's usually pretty, but I sacrifice it for the show. Like a boss. He said yawning (laughs) openly. Um, Well, I appreciate it, Trees. Um, Here's hoping maybe you can get an hour or two of extra shut up. No, I'm I'm really stretching on two. But maybe you can get to bed quickly and get another hour in tonight. Yeah, we'll see. So, all righty. Well, with that, I guess we'll call it too close. So um, if you want to, we haven't got an email or any questions in a long time. If you want to, please do. Don't feel like you have to. But uh, yeah, contact again at history101.com. And I always forget to throw up my uh, my gamer tags out there. Oh yeah, so you know it's Trees Lounge zero zero all one word, and it's pretty much on everything. If you look up Trees Lounge zero zero on like PlayStation, mm-hmm. PSN, or Xbox, you'll find me. You want to see you want to see me, uh, you know, playing uh, playing um, you know, Comic Camp Simulator. 2021 it's fun to long. just uh follow you, you trees see. and see what you've been up to which by the way you just reminded me of something as we close out did you see that there's an update like this week or something that lets you restore your old 360 original gamer picture oh really yeah so i can get back my old my old gamer picture when the 360 switched to uh avatars was cookie Fuck monster that. giving the finger Nice. Because I use that that camera. Remember the Xbox camera? You yeah. can take your gamer pick. I yeah. use that to take a picture of Cookie Monster giving the finger. So nice. We'll be able to restore those in the very near future, and I, you for know, one, cannot wait. <laughs> well, we can talk about it next week uh, since we're going to bed now, but uh, did you see that bullshit Switch update? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, there you go. Yeah. That was in there the whole time. Yep. Yeah. See, Bluetooth audio is possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... We'll talk about, we'll gripe about that some other time. Sure, we'll bring it up. So, um, all right. Well, then, until next week, here's us saying uh, happy gaming. Later. <laughs>